It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Text messages coming for you, Sammy. First one from Gary. Happy New Year, Sammy. And uh, one from, from uh, where else is this? Merry Christmas, Sammy, from Richard. There you go, just to wind you up. Uh, righto, uh, we're going to talk to one of my favourite skippers, uh, favourite athletes, who's rehabbing at the moment, as professional athletes don't really want to do, but it seems to be part of the... Uh, part of the life but she's rehabbing like a champion I caught up with her over Christmas New Year in Papamoa throwing everything at it um, but I'm not going to ask her about that because that's the first question everyone always asks her and she'll be done to death with it um, so great to welcome in uh, Sarah Hirani into the show with the World Series about to kick off um, I'm allowed to call you Gossie Gossie welcome in <laughs> Thanks, Daffy. How's it going? It's going good, mate. It's going good. Um, you, you'll feel a little bit awkward because you, you, you're so used to being part of all of these campaigns, but you've kindly agreed to come on to sort of give us a little bit of insight into how hard you buggers work because I was down in Papamoa in the Mount over Christmas New Year and I was forever seeing uh, both teams, the men's and women's, out flogging it on, on the park in 30 degrees can you sort of lift the lid on for us a little bit about the Black Fern Sevens? Um, you obviously break for Christmas and New Year. You're back into it. What would the last three weeks have looked like for the Black Fern Sevens? Um, well, yeah, I suppose we're mid-season now, so it's pretty tough environment to be in. And, and like said, we are a summer sport, so we do love training out in the heat, but I don't think girls took too much time off over Christmas and New Year to make sure they were ready for Perth. And, I suppose it's just the way it is. We we know that sevens is tough. We know how hard it is to win the World Series tournament. And if you want to win, you have to put in the hard yards. And they've definitely been doing that over the last few weeks. And it's, yeah, it's been impressive to watch and can't wait to watch them again this weekend. 
So it's all about preparation, isn't it, and putting yourself in the hurt locker almost constantly. So as, as being like you're the captain, but you're also a very valuable team member, do you know, like, do you get a program for the week, this is what this week looks like, or do you turn up each day and they say, this is what we're doing today? How planned is all of that? I would say the Olympic plan has been in been set in stone for the last couple of years and obviously we've been building since the last Olympics but things change and you alter as you go but I know that yeah pretty much most of the plan would be set in place because if you're not it's kind of hard to be making it up on the spot um, but like most girls will turn up they won't know too much and all they want to do is just put their head down and kind of um, and kind of give it give it everything but it's, it's tough so you come in you you do a couple of hours on field after a, I don't know, a meeting or a prep and then um, you'll have lunch and some recovery and then you kind of go back into the gym for another couple of hours um, and do it all over again the next day, five, six days a week, depending on who you are. So pl- it's a big schedule, big week. Yeah, you've played a lot of sevens and a lot of fifteens and fifteens is a lot of... Um position, specific training and guidance and development. Um, is there still position-specific goals and training systems within sevens? Yeah, so we're split into kind of um, creators, playmakers and strikers. And obviously strikers are the, the speedsters. Um, playmakers make a lot of the rugby decisions and then the creators are kind of in the middle doing a little bit of both. But people will flick between because they're that talented. Um, some of us just sit in our own lane. And you kind of uh, can do a few skills based on where you are on the field and um, what type of athlete you are. And, and it's good too because you're playing alongside, like I'm right in the middle of a striker and a playmaker, so I get to feed off both sides um, and get to see what they're good at, um, add to them from what I'm good at. And I think that's the coolest thing about sevens, but you still have to be good at everything. You still have to work on everything in rugby and yeah, that's probably why I like the game is you can't just kind of sit in your one little place and think that that's going to be enough. So when you said some players transition and, and, and jump into both camps, I'm going to guess, you're talking Georgia Miller. <laughs> to be honest, she's just on her own little league at the moment, I think. <laughs> in she, more ways than one. Yeah, like she looks like a character. I know you asked, asked about her before. She looks like a cheeky monkey, um, but... What a, let, let's take all of that personality away, and I know that's part of who she is. But as a rugby player, she's she's it's that X factor thing about her, isn't it? Yeah, look, I, I really admire um, the way that she plays the game and the way that she kind of turns up every day. She's she comes in as a young athlete, and then as soon as she steps on the field, you'd think she well, she has been playing for years, but at a top level. Um, there's just no fear about her. She's just confident in who she is and what she does, and she doesn't really care to tell you what's up either, which is kind of nice on the field. You want those those younger players coming in with a lot of confidence, and she doesn't care to have a go either. She'll do a chip and chase to herself, um, throw a wide ball. Um, but, yeah, it's amazing to see when, when people come in like that and kind of just slip straight in and add, add to the value of the team. When, when we look at that seven squad, there's but there's a core group of you that have been there for a long time, like um, like Stacey, um, Noah Williams, who, who was there for a long time. Porsche's been there a long time. Michaela, uh, Kelly Brazier, yourself. There's a real core group. But I'm pretty excited about these 
under 23 year olds like Jasmine, like Georgia. Um, um, I'm probably missing some more, but there's how much of an injection of enthusiasm have this young brigade brought to the core that have been around for six, seven, eight, nine years? Yeah, it's been been pretty impressive to watch them. Um, obviously, they come in and and work work really hard to try and get a spot in the in few of them. Reese Pody Lane has now cemented um, well a starting spot and and in, and in the twelve. And I know how hard that is, so it's been yeah pretty amazing. They like I see a lot of them come in earlier before sessions to do extras to stay in late to make sure that they've got all their stuff nailed and. Um, now the I suppose for them they're making the team consistently and, and they're seeing some really good benefit from it. But for as a leader and as an older person, I, I suppose it's nice to see them bring a lot of energy and they definitely keep you on their toes. That's for sure. I remember when Tyler Nathan Wong went over to St George and I thought, oh, that's a bit risky. That's a bit risky with these youngsters coming in because they they could take your spot. But she's she's back in the squad um, and she looks refreshed. Um, she's Tyler King now, which is very, very cool as well. I'm really interested to see her impact, having having spent that little bit of a, a mental holiday away from the game. Oh, I'll tell you what, she's she's too competitive not to come back in and um, and, and not want her spot back, but she just she worked hard to, to get it back. And uh, even in the fitness testing they did on day one, um, I think it was like the 3rd of Jan or something like that, I had her in my top three in the Bronco. Um, even though she had been away from our program, she's too competitive not to stand up the way that she does and it's a nice injection to have her back um, to the start of the year. So have you been involved in this camp as the, as the build-up to the, to the second part of the season goes or have you found that you should stay away? How have you played a role? No, to be honest, I haven't been doing a lot for the team. Um, kind of taken a step back and a lot of my stuff is done inside whereas far outside on the field I only went and watched their fitness test and but you can definitely see how hard they've been working and um and how much they want to start the season off or start the year off sorry on a high um yeah and obviously we'll be getting up at all hours to watch them this weekend still and of course um without you as the captain but even more so just as a player there's a really important role there and I'm looking forward to and, and I did see in the last tournament um there was, uh, how could I say this? There was obviously an adjustment that were, they were struggling to make because you've you've had your role in there for so long. I'm really interested to see how they respond to the pressure of filling the void that you've left temporarily. It's going to be an interesting watch. Yeah, I think um, they've definitely taken some learnings out of Dubai and Cape Town and had a good yarn about it. And then obviously me not being on the field probably helps them learn a lot more having to make decisions by themselves and having tie back will be a massive help for that. Um, obviously the experience she brings, not just in the sevens pitch, but obviously say all the learnings that she's brought over from league and, and things like that. So I think somewhat of an adjustment, but it's cool when you kind of get thrown in the deep end and kind of have to make a decision and whether you get it right or wrong, you get to learn from it and, and keep building. So um, yeah, I think with that will be pretty awesome and then I'll say the rest of us who are back home will be 
still watching and still sending in our feedback when we can. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. The WhatsApp groups will be going on fire. There, there was a period <laughs> last year where players went off to the NRL. There was a bit of a break. They played some 15s. You went off to Japan and got involved in the sevens uh, set up over in Japan. What, what can you tell us about the women's sevens set up in Japan? It's um it's amazing. I, to be honest, that was probably one of the coolest experiences I'd had. I'd wanted to do, it, had been wanting to do it for ages. It just didn't fit with our seven schedule, and to get the opportunity to go and do that was for me a real refresher. I came back for the preseason and probably a lot better nick than what I had would have had if I'd a lot of time off. Um, but it was just about meeting new people, being in a team that one or two maybe spoke a bit of English, and having to figure it out, having to play games with them. Um, and like even now I've still got a good connection with the Pearls over there um, and and we'll probably in the future go back and play over there there's just so many opportunities for, for everyone it's, when foreigners go over it's pretty much a professional program so yeah, it's nice to see a lot more places um, taking it more professional Yeah, and they, they play week in, week out, don't they? They have a weekend competition yeah, I think uh, every second weekend you tend to play in a tournament, a World Series, well, pretty much a World Series tournament um, with their club teams, and they'll even have, and I reckon probably why their under-18s team does so well, they play, their under-18s team plays in the same competition as what I would have played in. So um, the growth that they have in the development programs and stepping stones that they've got over there is, it's going to be scary in um, the next few years for them. Because the one thing we know about um, the Asian countries is the discipline, um, the training, the dedication to their craft. So is the only thing maybe they're lacking is rugby intuition? Yeah, I think so. And they're pretty um, set in their way, like you tell them to do something and they'll just con- consistently do that and potentially not read the pictures that are happening in front of them and once they start to learn that a little bit more and you've seen on the World Series how different um, or how evolved their national team's becoming because of being on the World Series consistently. But she's to play alongside that, like that type of discipline, I thought I was good at turning up early to training, doing extras, but they would turn up an hour before pre-training to get extras in, to do running, and they would stay another hour after training, and sometimes our trainings were going for three hours. I'm like, go home. (laughs) You don't need to be here this long. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. So it's a, I think sometimes maybe a bit overdone, but um, it was still an incredible experience to see yeah, just how they operate and, and just how nice they are. They're such great people. Yeah, a sleeping giant in the sevens world, particularly in the women's side, eh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, watch out the next Olympics, I reckon. What about, just before we go, Gossi, uh, talking to Sarah Hidden, who's captain of the Blackfern Sevens, what about some of these other nations? I've I've noticed, like, Brazil's got the odd good performance in them. Spain's got the odd good performance in them. But maintaining those good performances is so hard. Yeah, I I don't think people realise how hard it is to consistently be on top on the World Series and even try and win one. Um, and you see teams, they'll have a good day one or um, kind of drop off a little bit or have one good tournament and then um, and kind of drop off and people are like, why, how? But you're playing the best players, the best teams in the world um, all the time. And, and even you see in the men's, um, like it's hard to win. It's hard to win any game now. And 
the more money that's been pumped into it, the resources, the players just get better, the development programs get better, and it's just hard. And that's why we train full-time over summer and why you don't get much break because you want to and need to be um, the best every single time. Mm. Brilliant, Gossie. Always love chatting to you, mate. Uh, I know the rehab's going well. He's throwing everything at it. Shiatsu mats, earthing rugs, uh, physio appointments, but you've got a ready-made Uber driver. And I just asked Hubby Connor just to stay patient, mate. Stay patient. Keep cooking. Keep cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) He's been bloody good, all right. Yeah. Good on you, Gossie. Go well. Awesome. Thank you, Sophie. See you, mate. Uh, this is Sarah Hidani, uh, captain of the Black Ferns Sevens team, and she's doing everything she can to ready herself for the Olympic Games, which is the pinnacle for uh, Sevens rugby. And uh, she's not doing media at the moment, but somehow I twisted her arm and got her to agree to come and have a chat. I learned a lot there about just the, the inside workings of that Sevens program. They're fantastic people. And that Risi Puri Lane... Oh, she can go. And she's small. Watch some of it this weekend in Perth, right? And watch Rissy Puri Lane. Um, she might fulfil a bit of a role that um, Sarah Hidany normally fulfils, but she's one of those people. She's like she's like Jonathan Thurston in a way, shies away from nothing, fells trees four times the size of her. She's got that little bit of mongrel in her, has Rissy. Fantastic player. So do try and catch up with a little bit of the Perth Sevens. I know the viewing times probably aren't going to be great. Um, when do they normally start sort of thing? Yeah, we'll probably get the first few games um, Friday evening. Actually, I'll have a look up for the times for you, and um, I'll let you know when, what times. And, uh, yeah, just watch that. Watch Georgia Miller, freak of an athlete, incredible athlete, and Rishi Puri Lane. And returning uh, Tyler Nathan Wong is now Tyler King. And big congrats to her. She'll be rejoining the Sevens programme as well. Right, I haven't spoken to our next guest after this break for a long, long time. It's Paul Mawari, is it? Is it, Sam? It's on the rundown. It is. It's Paul Mawari from the TAB. He's next.